Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Jasmine from Bella Bronze Tan and wonderful, excuse me, Gold Coast, Australia. Welcome, Jasmine. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you so much. If you just want to take a moment to kind of introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and your business. Yeah, um, so I'm born and bred Gold Coaster, which is on the east coast of Australia. We're in quite a sunny um, area. Um, I my, my salon's in Mermaid Beach, um, and it's called Bella Bronze House of Beauty, and we do heaps of different beauty services there. Um, I started tanning 11 years ago, so um, back when I was 19, 20, um, and first started mobile tanning, but now I've you know gone along the way and um, had a salon for three years now, and I've also you know launched my own product range. So a few things have happened along my journey, which makes it a little bit exciting. So, sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's obviously 11 years, a long time, but it's also a lot of change for you over the past yeah. 11 years. So. Yeah. <laughs> change is all good. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but I kind of like to start people off uh, and, and set the tone a little bit about you know being an entrepreneur. And as you know, you've been down this road for the past uh, several years. Uh, yeah. Being an entrepreneur, you kind of have ups and downs. You have good times, bad times, uh, highs and lows. So I like to kind of touch on both ends of that, both like the, the, the worst moment in your business so yeah. far and also the best. So if you want to share those moments with us, that'd be great. Well, the worst moment, it's, it's, um, it's a little crazy. So when I was a mobile tanner, I, um, I basically would buy tan solution overpaying my rent because to me, I knew that I was going to somehow have this amazing salon and, you know, whatever I could do to get that way, that was always my priority. Um, and being a mobile tanner, you obviously need a car. Now, once my car actually died and I couldn't afford to fix it so instead of letting my clients down I used to actually advertise on Facebook every week if someone could drive me to my clients and I used to pay them or give them a free tan in in return and um, I just knew that I couldn't stop getting to my clients no matter what even if I was only doing a couple but it was um, it was a pretty tough six months that I did that for just um, this is about six years ago so yeah, it was pretty hard. That is. Pretty... <laughs> but that shows, I mean, that really shows, I'm sure 99.9% of people would give up, you know, after uh, yeah. two weeks of doing that, a week of doing that, or even yeah. before, you know, when that first happened. So you had yeah. the you had the vision for sure to kind of push through that, which is great. Yeah. At the time, um, the, the boy I was dating at the time even said to me, he's like, I think you really need to give this up. It's a bit of a hobby for you. And um, I will always remember just laughing. And I just said to him, I said, you actually have no idea what's coming. And I'm like, I'm not going to stop. And a few years later, he um, he actually came back and said, oh, I actually want to be involved in this now. I said, it's never going to happen. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was definitely a tough time, but definitely, you know, got through that because, um, you know, it's a, 
the only thing that's ever mattered to me really is being in this industry. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, all he did was add a little fuel to the fire. So thank him. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Good for you. Good for you. So that was obviously a very, very low moment. And if you went on the flip side of that, I mean, obviously you've had a lot of success thus far. So what would you say is the best moment if you had to pinpoint one time? Um, I would say opening my salon um, and launching my range um, within a month together. So, you know, um, working on my, you know, I've been turning for so many years and I just wasn't happy. And most people would just keep buying the solution and continuing. And myself, I was like, you know what? I reckon I can do better. I'm going to research this. I'm going to do this. And, um, you know, spending years doing that with my own money, I've never had an investor. I've never been given loans or anything. So uh, being able to, you know, open my salon, have amazing team of girls and launch that all within, you know, four weeks of each other was the best moment for me and it's only gone upwards from there wow so you launched the product and opened the salon in the same month yeah yeah and um, I used every dollar I had to the point where I couldn't even go get a coffee on the day it was every dollar I put into the business just to watch it grow and um, you know it's obviously rewarded me in, in that sense from then onwards sure well that's a that's a great story. I mean, even on even on the the side of your best moment, you still basically put went all in, and you did that obviously when you said at the worst moment your car's broken down, you're having to bum rides basically to get to the appointment, yeah. and paying for the solution over the rent, and now you're saying you're paying for basically putting all in for the business and the the salon and the solution over, yeah. you know, paying yourself or even you know getting a coffee like you said. So there's a lot of yeah. hard working, hard working determination yeah. there. Definitely. Awesome, awesome. And so back to, you know, I like to kind of go back to the beginning. So 11 years ago, and uh, not everybody remembers exactly, but do you remember how you acquired your first paying customer? Um, yeah, so the salon I was working in, um, I I knew I wanted to work there. It was the best. And I shot myself in the foot but probably did myself a favor because when I walked in, I said, I want to work here. How do I work here? And um, he goes, well, what's your goals? And I said, I want to own this place. What else do I want to do? Then I wanted to be the manager. And obviously, me being too driven, they're not going to give me that position because I may have taken them over. So when I, I left, I was luckily enough that my clients found, contacted me afterwards and said, where have you gone? Are you, please tell us you're turning. And I said, oh, just, you know what? I'll quickly buy the same machine. I'll find something on eBay. And I used to drive around for twenty dollars to people's houses and turn in their garages. So, wow. um, and I, on the Gold Coast, when I started that nearly ten years ago, I was the second person on the Gold Coast to do it. Now there's hundreds, like hundreds of people. So um, it was that's how I got it. They they contacted me, and then that's when I started figuring out that. Um, I could text people and use MySpace. This is way back in the day when MySpace was how you advertise for people. So, um, yeah, that's that's how I got it. it was, I would just post a status and be like, hey, guys, I'm actually tanning myself now if you want to give me a call. Sure. That's great. And, uh, you know, you're not actually the first one to bring up MySpace. So, surprisingly <laughs> enough, a lot of people have been in the industry. No. Yeah, that's pretty funny. It's yeah. pretty funny to hear. So, for... Just asking for $20, you would go tan them. Is that, I mean, for you, obviously, the Australian 
uh, you know, the AUD is a little different from U.S. dollars. So I don't know. Is that yeah. high or low over there? Well, we don't tip here. Okay. So um, for us, that, that's quite low for driving to somebody's house. You would probably charge 40 minimum. Um, being on the Gold Coast, it's a highly densulated um, area for tanning, so there's lots of competition, so we need to keep our costs down. But if we went to Sydney and Melbourne, you know, they charge 60 to $80 just to drive to your house. So um, it's pretty low in the sense of, you know, driving. I would drive half an hour down the road just to do one person, wow. just to get that $20. Wow. So, yeah, you were really, really working for that. <laughs> <laughs> Found out a better way to do it along the way, but sure. I just... I loved what to do. I loved doing right. it. So, you know, no matter what. Yeah. Well, there's two important things there. Obviously, the you know, the, the love and the desire to want to do it regardless of the pay. It wasn't obviously much about the money. You needed that money, but it wasn't much. You probably could go work somewhere no. as a waitress and make that much, you know, like you said. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Obviously, you you just really wanted to go go for it, uh, and you you yeah. know, and you didn't hesitate. Like you went for it. Like a lot of people are questioning, and you see in these forums on Facebook, and people are asking all these questions, and they're hesitate, 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 and they just have to jump, you know, and go for it. it yeah, you've got to. It might definitely. not be perfect, but you'll learn. Yes, agreed. Absolutely, absolutely. So you you obviously have had a, a lot of changes over these last eleven years, for from just uh, the mobile tanning to having people work for you, opening a salon, having a solution and products and stuff to sell. So yes. what, how has that changed for you on like a day, daily, weekly, monthly uh, basis to in order for you to continue to grow the business and, and you know, be successful in that? Yeah, um, so daily, um, oh, I would, how would I put this? So every day I would, um, oh, usually every Monday I would send a text out and, um, see if anybody wanted to book in and then you know when I first started off the ways that I would try to get more clientele I would um, attach myself to female boot camps and gyms and anybody that I thought would have a high influx of females that I could have clients so I started off that way um, and then I along the way I realized that social media was my best asset and I kind of got in the niche before most people knew that and I use that quite frequently to build my client base as well, like consistently. Um, and as I went and I got a lot busier, you know, I would, um, I was doing so many tans that, uh, and I was in a, in a sales job as well. I was turning before and after work, 15 hour days. I just didn't care about anything else. And um, once I quit my full-time job and gave tanning my full-time attention, I tripled my clientele within three months. Wow. Um, and then I realized that I couldn't do, you know, 80 plus tans a week myself on the road. So, um, I found a tiny little space along the way, um, to tan out the, out the back of a, a supplement store. Um, and I trained my sister up to tan with me. So, um, you know, we would just do crazy hours. I'd be on the road. Um, I'd leave her in the little studio, charge $25. Um, and then growing along the way, you know, I would try to do less mobile and um, had another girl cover a few nights here and there. And um, that's when I realized that I wanted to have, you know, a bigger salon. I would offer every service, give everyone everything along the way. So I um, trained up another girl. Um, who now manages my salon full time, um, and I have, I have four girls that turn for me now, and that's um, that's happened over the last three years. Wow. Um, so it's I never gave up. 
I never said no um, and I never cancelled people. So um, I always, my, my thing is that um, never say no, first find a way to say yes. Yeah. So, you know, people would contact me to book in and um, I would never say, sorry, I can't do it. I'm like, cool, just let me check. And um, I find that that over the years and training people in that way um, has been really successful. But, you know, just definitely um, adding people along the way, working smart, not hard. I didn't go for the big, beautiful salon to start with. I went for whatever worked and people come to you for the service. They don't come for the space until it gets a bit further down the line. So, um, but yeah, they're, they're the kind of things I've done over the years. To get where I am, um, but definitely just never never lost sight of, and the main thing is the, the clients and making sure that they're the focus and giving, you know, the best service every time. And I've trained all the staff that work for me from scratch, and they're actually, they were all clients first. Wow. So, yeah. I always I um, I always wanted to, tra- to train up clients because they knew my passion. I trusted them more, um, and they respected me. Yeah, definitely. So... Yeah, that, that's interesting. It's a good way to, to find people. A lot of people worry about that. Uh, training them, obviously, they're going to be competition. In this case, they're going to work with you, uh, for you, however you want to say that. I'm sure that you think of it as with, since they're part yeah, of your team. Um, but that's yeah. really really interesting what you said about never say no. It's like, yeah, let, basically, let us find a way to, to make this work. Um, yeah, Because no, no puts a negative uh, connotation in people's head you know, immediately. So. And they will go straight to the next person. Yeah, and then so, they're going to go to that know. person and become a customer for life probably for them. That's so. right. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've had clients that will be half an hour late and we're fully booked out. We can't fit them in. And I say to my girls, I'm like, just figure it out. Just yeah. just squeeze them in. Someone will move. I'm like, do whatever you can because they know they're late and they're going to overly appreciate it. And then they're going to tell 10 people about it. Yeah. yeah, and, you, yeah. They tell 20 people if you do something wrong. Right, so. right. Yeah, very good point. I see a lot of people uh, questioning about that. Obviously, there's, there is, you know, and occasionally there's a person that's probably taking advantage of you, so to speak, where they might can continue to cancel and cancel and cancel. But, you know, for, for that one person, that's rarely going to happen. You don't want to make somebody mad that it actually is genuinely like, sorry, I'm late. Um, that's and, right. And we've all been there. Yeah. You know, we've. Yeah. Life gets in the way, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> also, especially where you guys are, I'm sure, with traffic, so... <laughs> yes, yes, definitely, definitely. So, um, if you had to, uh, Jasmine, of everything that you've did over the 11 years to get to where you are, if you had to pinpoint one thing and say that that was the most, uh, you know, beneficial, the thing that helps you grow the most, what would you say that that is? Social media. That, that to me, is what has helped me grow tenfold um i find and when i I teach girls how to tan i just say you know if you forget about your business everyone forgets about you so it's making that part a priority and i know for some people it is tough um but for me it's a a consistent thing every day non-stop i always want to be the first thing people see when they wake up and the last thing they see when they go to bed um but for me, that would be number one. Very good point. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. So mm-hmm. it's important. A lot of people don't want to, you know, it's awkward for them, people that haven't run a business. You know, social media is obviously something that people are still getting used to. But uh, being in front of people, whether it's a website, social media, news, you know, emails, whatever it is, uh, out of sight, out of mind definitely is true. And you said, 
you know, you were one of the early adopters of social media, and that's something that people have to also consider is that, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, all these are here, but there's the newer platforms like a Snapchat where some people probably aren't even utilizing that yet, and there might be a lot of opportunity yeah. there. And you kind of just have to jump in and, and explore with it. Um, a lot of people yeah, are... I'm- I'm massive on the Insta story. That's like my yeah. little thing. I just, people, you know, Instagram's all about visual. Um, Snapchat's, I find, I, I do enjoy Snapchat, but I find because of the audience on Instagram, it's it's a, it's easier to see because you don't have to track them down. But people want that um, emotional attachment as well. They want to see, they want to see what you're doing instead of just an image all the time. So, yeah. and that's why Snapchat and Insta stories and, you know, Facebook Live and everything have just taken off. Sure. It's, you feel like you know that person and just have a, a better connection um, with the service. Absolutely. And that's the value of social media in the first place for a business is to have a personal connection and not just be, you know, Bella, Bella Bronze or, you know, tanning or whatnot. Yeah. You just want to be something more than that. So that's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, well, thanks for sharing that. Uh, and onto some more. Um, and yeah, sorry, I was going to say Insta stories, right? You know, kind of a competitor to Snapchat, if you want to say, but you're right in the fact that Instagram is completely visual, right? So a very good point. This is a visual industry. So you kind of have to That's focus right. on that. Yeah, in the tanning industry, it is very visual. I find that we have that advantage over some other industries is that we can show exactly what you're going to get yeah. um, with the benefit of, you know, we're not marrying that much so in most photos. So you, you really can see see what the service is going to be or what product you offer compared to, um, you know, different beauty or it might not have that same impact or different fields. Yeah, definitely. Very good point. Oh, yeah. yeah, so for you, um, yeah, so you obviously, I like to ask about equipment and products. Obviously, you use your sure. own solution, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> for uh, You can tell people about that also, but the type of equipment, you might use something different being in Australia, but I'm not sure what, what type of equipment they have uh, or what's mainstream over there for tanning. Uh, most of us use like an HVLP system. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've used airbrush way, way in the past. I just don't find it gives me the result with the technique that I use. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just use a, a pretty, like a 700 watt HVLP um, machine with a, they're from Tanning Essentials, um, which will actually start stocking very shortly. Awesome. Um, and just with a, um, what is it, like a metal nozzle, I have a, uh, for me, a tanning gun is like a hairdresser scissors. It has to be perfect. Yeah. And many tans aren't done properly because of the setting on the gun. And when I train people, I make them bring in the gun and I'm just like, what have you been doing? This, this is terrible. So, um, yeah, <laughs> tighter, tighter setting on the gun and a medium setting on the machine, uh, you know, will produce a nice airbrush effect without having to use an airbrush machine. Yeah, very good point. And you obviously use your products then. I do. <laughs> and, are they, and I can ask, uh, because you are in Australia, you're the first um, Australian guest, by the way, but do you offer, yeah, is the products right. offered? Yeah, yeah. Are, are your products offered in the United States as well? We do have a distributor in Florida Florida at the moment. Um, she's fantastic. She's such a great advocate, Jennifer. Um, but um, we do have a lot. Uh, we have quite a few salons that are purchasing. Obviously, the shipping rate is high, um, so we are working on having a distribution center set up so we can post straight from there so we can access um, the market a lot easier for everyone there. Um, And we are looking at doing trade shows in America next year, which would be great for more of a hands-on visual aspect for Americans to see it. But we'll definitely be in more areas within the next 12 months. 
Very cool. And I'll link, um, I'll link some information in the show notes so people can access the website or Jennifer's Amazing. information. Yeah. Or whatever yeah. they can do. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when you start off, you know, 11 years ago, Jasmine, I'm not even sure if it was available, but did you go through any training or certification or was it just a jump in and learn it on your own? Um, I was trained by my salon. It wasn't by law to have a certification back then. Um, but I worked for a top salon on the Gold Coast. You know, I wasn't that amazing when I started, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) I remember one of my first tans and watching the tan just run down her body and I'm like, oh my goodness, what have I done? How am I going to fix this? (laughs) (laughs) Practice makes perfect and you've got to continue. Um, but no, I was trained by, um, fantastic tanners one of the girls there was managing she was actually asked to be anthony robbins wife's personal tanner back in the day wow yeah so tony, she said tony no robbins. i would have said yes i would have said yes in a heartbeat you're talking about tony robbins yeah okay wow very cool yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. <laughs> yeah. very good so yeah uh, we've all been there the spray that runs down you know a little bit maybe too fast too close something you know you gotta yep. figure it out so, <laughs> so yeah and this is kind of off the wall question but do you know like once you started spraying about how long before did you actually feel comfortable like no questions i know what i'm gonna do like with clients did it take months oh Probably about a month. Um, I did about 10 trials before I was thrown right in the deep end on a Thursday night with 30 tans to do. Wow. And that was just like, you know, if I can conquer a Thursday night, I know what I'm doing. So yeah, it took about a month, and within a couple of months, I was the requested tanner. So um, it was just, there was nothing, I just knew that it was what, there was nothing more important to me than being brown, like nothing. So <laughs> I knew I had to. Um, perfect it because that's the only thing I've ever wanted to do yeah well that's awesome I mean it, it does take time and a lot of people get frustrated but it's just it's practice makes perfect like you said that's right yeah absolutely absolutely so uh this is a question I like to kind of end the you know the, the interview with and it's it's mm-hmm. interesting to hear what people have to say but if you could write a letter your to yourself 11 years ago when you were just starting out what would you say oh I would definitely have to to say that it's going to be tough, uh, but it's definitely the right decision. Um, you know, don't give up when you do get to those obstacles, and there's going to be many. Um, um, but just continue going on, and you know, once you know you write down your goals, and that's what I've done since I was 21, is that I would write down my goals and just continue doing that, and um, you will reach what you wanted by 30. Um, you will you will definitely do it, and it will continue to do it. Very good, very good, and that's you know so true. Like you just obviously you have a you know a contagious type of uh, feel about like what your desires and passions and and what you wanted to reach. So it's it's awesome to hear that yeah. you are well on your way, and I'm sure you have goals much larger than we can imagine. But I'm yeah. sure you'll reach them with the type of uh, you know work ethic and attitude and everything you have, and that's you know that is really half the battle for people. They get down or, or frustrated, and you have to see the bigger picture. And there's ups and downs, like you Most said. Definitely. Like you said, you could have given up. Uh, you know, you have a car for six months when you were getting tan. You know, getting dropped off to tan people and things or yeah you know you could have uh you could have not invested that money to get the salon and your solution when you were putting you know all your all of your money literally into the business and kind of betting on yourself so but you mm-hmm. didn't so that's very good uh, thank you so much for yeah. sharing your story 
Not a problem. Thank you for asking. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, yeah, I, and I'll get your um, information. I, if somebody wants to reach out to you or maybe even follow you on Instagram, what what is your uh, um, Instagram? Uh, so Instagram is Bella Bronze Tans with an S on the end. Uh-huh. Very and, good. Yeah. I'll, I'll link that in the show notes. Also link to the website um, and I'll get Jennifer's information as well in there for anybody in the United States that wants to reach out and kind of learn a little bit about the products. I'm sure she can fill them in on all that. Most definitely. Absolutely. Jasmine, it's it's really been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Again, you're the first person from Australia, so thanks for oh, joining us from I the Gold Coast. very privileged. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, thank you so much, and uh, I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you, too. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, Happy Tanners. Thank you so much for joining me on Episode 15 of the Happy Tans Podcast. What a wonderful interview with Jasmine from Bella Bronze in the Gold Coast of Australia, the first Aussie on the podcast. So thank you so much, Jasmine, for joining us. Wow, what an exceptional story. She had quite the desire and passion. She really went all in with that, uh, with her business multiple times. That's just so wonderful to hear in 11 years how far she has come from, you know, not having a car, not even being able to get to her appointments technically, but trading off to get there. Uh, free tans, whatever she could do to get there, $20 tans, whatever she needed to do. But she had that bigger vision and that bigger picture in her mind of she knew where she was going to get. And now here we are 11 years later, and she does have her own salon. Not only that, she has people working with her on her team, and she also has her own products. So what a wonderful story. And like I said, I will link up links to Jasmine's website, her Instagram, and also the contact information for Jennifer, the USA distributor for Bella Bronze, in the show notes. Jasmine, thank you so much again for joining us and sharing your wonderful insight, your knowledge, and also your story with us. Thanks, Happy Tanners. If you ever have any questions, as always, find me, Grant, at happytans.com, or just come visit us, happytans.com. Have a wonderful day.